Theta Amalidi was a titan. She was an advocate, a fighter, a podcaster, and a mother to not just her own 15-year-old son with profound autism, but to two other sons as well. Allison Singer has described her as a mother not just to her own kids, but to all of the autism community. She was a daughter and a sister and a friend to many. She was a budding expert on autism law. I want to encourage people listening to this podcast to actually listen to her podcast, The Scoop, to better understand firsthand how she helped people across the spectrum and their caregivers deal with life's big challenges. The podcast was co-hosted by Sarah Troutman, and it highlighted issues like sexuality, how to work with education staff, and even divorce. I would love to devote an entire podcast to Feta and her work, but I'd actually rather work with Sarah to determine where it belongs, probably on The Scoop. We'll get that worked out, but there are plans for a proper recognition of her life and her influence that goes beyond this podcast. Our dear friend Jill Escher, president of the National Council for Severe Autism, where Feta was vice president, was courageous enough to put this letter together, and I'm going to read it verbatim and then add a few comments at the end. Here I go. Yesterday was a day that rocked the autism community. Veda Almalidi, one of the founders of the National Council on Severe Autism and recognized nationally for outspoken and often brash and hilarious advocacy for individuals and families impacted by autism, perished in an accidental house fire with her beloved son, Muhammad. Veda was able to run out of the house along with her sister and niece, but then went back in to carry out Mu. She could not carry him, but she kept fighting till she lost her breath due to heavy smoke. When the fire officials found the bodies, Feta was holding Muhammad. Our hearts are broken. Feta had just turned 43 a few days before the fire, and she was at a turning point. On the verge of a divorce, uh, she was married at 17, so she was really young. She was filled with buoyant energy about her future. She had become skinny jean slender, even showing her curly hair, which she usually placed carefully inside a headscarf or hijab. She talked about many plans, dating, going back to school, helping to chair new autism programs and conferences, and even writing, well, dictated, as she admitted, a book called, of course, hashtag autistic AF. Thousands of people had seen Feta tell her family story in, on various stages. Millions had heard her despair in an NPR interview, and a rapidly growing audience was tuning into that new podcast, The Scoop. Many thousands in the Bay Area had benefited from her events that she helped organize, including autism family pool parties, inspired by her own frustration of having nowhere to take Moo to swim, a huge Autism Society San Francisco Bay Area conferences on adult autism, webinars, and parent support gatherings among them. With the scoop and other efforts, she was buzzing with excitement about opportunities to discuss with honesty and compassion the hardest issues facing autism families. She was irrepressible. Lord help anyone who got in her way. Veda was also a friend like no other. She was not interested in judging you, only helping you. She wanted to hear your story and get to know you and offer support and hugs, not to mention her amazing hummus and baba ganoush when you were down. She was so magnetic she could make a friend for life under 20 seconds. Her love for and dedication to Moo was legendary, although she never sugarcoated the challenging days. She wanted to give Mu her, his best life, taking him all over the Bay Area for all manner of events and gatherings, giving the finger both literally and figuratively to those who might disapprove. At her 40th birthday party, Mu danced with joy, and in everyday life, he smothered her with hugs and kisses. She firmly believed in him and fought to get him every therapy and support she could. When we heard she had died in a fire trying to save Mu, a friend remarked, quote, of course she did. 
she would not have been able to live with herself otherwise, unquote. Feta will be deeply missed by her innumerable friends and colleagues. So this is Alicia again. That's an understatement. I want to say I first met Feta at Jill's house in 2018. Many people have known her for a lot longer. Some people knew her when she was one of the first families in the U.S. to sue an insurance company, in her case, Kaiser Permanente, to fulfill their requirements to pay for her son's therapy. She led the way and helped others in her work for autism advocacy, and she practiced what she preached. She told me instead of having an acrimonious relationship with her child's study team, she worked together with them. She cooked huge meals for them and turned the annual IEP meeting into a feast. She was amazing. She also made gifts for the child study team and one year had frames with pictures of Moo Maid with the inscriptions saying, stay classy, sassy, and a little bit badassy. Love, Moo. I think she was classy, sassy, and very badassy. But outside her work as a tireless autism advocate, she was a friend to so many. You should see the outpouring of social media about her, about ways in which Feta made a difference in their lives. She dressed up as Santa and embodied the Santa character for autism families near her home in California. She had a knowledge of pop culture that rivaled even me, and, when she, and she turned that into humor. When she went to Predator Viata, her comment was, this is where Arnold Schwarzenegger filmed the movie Predator. Her language was influenced by hip-hop lyrics. She turned Melania's fashion choice of the I don't care, do you jacket into a slogan of I care, do you? She marked herself safe on social media from the PSE&G bullshit during the brownouts. And she had a family of care providers who helped Muhammad, who she called the Moo Crew. She did things like go out to thrift shops and find weird stuff and share it on social media. She was proudly Muslim, but spoke Yiddish. She offered up holiday greetings to Christians, Jews, Catholics, Muslims, and any other religion she knew of. She was proud to be a Muslim, but she also had enough of a sense of humor to make light of things, like local stores having to change their names from ISIS. And she also even had some choice words for Ben Carson, wishing him nasty jock itch after he made anti-Muslim comments in 2015. Her mantra for society was, be human and don't be an asshole. She was one of a kind. She will be missed. So many are heartbroken, but I feel like I was lucky to have known her and had some laughs with her. You don't get to meet too many people like Feta in a lifetime. The world is better because of her, and she leaves a legacy that will last longer than the years she was here. There are ways you can still connect with Feta. Read her blogs. They are funny and touching at the same time. I've included some links to them in the podcast summary. Listen to the podcast she created with Sarah Troutman called The Scoop. There's a section in it called Can You Believe This Shit? Thank you for listening. I love you, Feta, and I'll miss you, Moo.